the demand for artificial intelligence in the healthcare industry is steadily increasing, especially now as we continue to fight COVID-19. In this episode, we're joined by Kaisa Helminen, the Chief Operating Officer at Iforia Technologies, an organization developing intelligent software solutions for digital pathology using artificial intelligence and cloud computing. While together, Kaisa shared how Iforia is perfectly positioned during this pandemic to help pharma companies develop therapeutics and vaccines, researchers in understanding the pathophysiology of the virus, and scientists developing antibody and novel diagnostic tests. I'm excited for you to learn from Kaiza and to better understand her vision in providing the most intelligent tools to democratize healthcare globally during this crisis and beyond. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Kaiza, thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. Thanks. Good to be here today. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about how Iforia and your platform is enabling scientists and healthcare professionals working on COVID-19. But before we dive into all this work, Kaiser, a little bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please make sure to join our free online community at passionatepioneers.com in order to share feedback and ideas and to interact with the global ecosystem. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, guys, I'm looking forward again to diving in, hearing the story behind Iforia and where you guys have pivoted and really taken some of the business and focused it on this crisis that so quickly took over the world. But before we go there, Kaiser, can you give us a little bit of that elevator pitch? I know you're an entrepreneur and I know you give that kind of high level pitch, that quick pitch of the company. Why don't you share what Iforia is and then we'll start diving into your work in regards to COVID-19. Of course. So Iforia is really a deep tech software company working in the medical domain. And our expertise is the deep learning AI-based image analysis and how it can be used, especially in the field of histopathological samples, but also we're fully compatible with all kinds of medical images and also images from other industries as well. But in general, our really core focus is the field of histopathological analysis. And with AI, we can really augment and support pathologists to improve accuracy, speed and consistency of their sample analysis. But also in many ways, we can bring that beyond human capabilities to better understand diseases, to be better able to treat patients and bring better, more personalized care for the patients. And Kaiser, correct if I'm wrong, but this was a spin out of a Finnish Institute back in 2013. Can you give us a little bit of that backstory as well as how that all came together and then turned into a formalized company that is today, Iforia? Actually, yes. Our roots are at the university and a couple of our founders, uh, medical doctors, started building this cloud-based software solution to really be able to better manage and share and analyze these enormous images of tissue samples that they started having in their research collaboration projects. And 
they met a long-term life science entrepreneur here in Finland and saw together a business opportunity to really bring this innovation to the market as a commercial product. And that's where we started building this company and this product forward. And later on, we have been growing up to a team of more than 30 people today. Majority of the team is located here in Helsinki, Finland, and the rest are in US, in Boston. And in general, our team consists of both really high-level experts of deep learning, AI, and software development, but also the medical experts from pathology, from biology, from different parts of the science. So we really combine both of these expertise in our offering and product. And staying back in 2013, Kaiser, was it the technology? Was it a vision and a thesis around this technology that maybe the healthcare industry thought was a little radical, maybe ahead of its time? Like, what the heck are you doing? Did you get any of that kind of deer in headlights look? Like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) I think to some extent, I think that was sort of the early days where the whole cloud computing started to emerge to the healthcare sector and deep learning and AI started to be the themes that everybody was talking about. And since then, it's been apparent that this technology is coming to the healthcare sector as well. And it's already there for years. Uh, Research markets, including basic research in the medical field, but also pharmaceutical development and R&D have been utilizing these technologies. But finally, we see the first signs of this technology also becoming uh, daily routines of the clinical diagnostic labs both in Europe and U.S. You know, what's also important here as well, Kaiser, is when you think about how many researchers are around the world working on some of the same problems and are completely disconnected or siloed and imagine if we were able to work together. Is there any work there within Iforia to bring a community-based opportunity to start bringing these researchers together for collective mm-hmm. good? Have you guys been working and thinking through that? Definitely. And that has always been like one of the key components of what we do because Iphoria is a fully cloud native platform. So it's really easy to share data, to access data, to train AI models with different sources of images, etc. So that has always been like one of the key benefits and features of our platform and how we have built this. And let's talk about the United States. You mentioned you do have some employees and team members here stateside in Boston. And with our podcast being a nationally ranked healthcare innovation podcast, we have a lot of leaders in our industry here in the States listening in. So with that, Kaiser, for our community here or stateside, who are you working with within the United States? Is it medical research institutes? Is it doctors? Like, what is that persona? So our community kind of think through how they can get involved and work with Iforia here in the U.S.? So far, we've been working a lot with medical research institutes, big ones, uh, for example, MIT, but also with pharmaceutical companies and especially their preclinical development phase where they analyze tens of thousands of animal samples per project. And one of the key benefits what we really bring for them is the efficiency, but also the accuracy and consistency of image analysis that has before this technology that has really been like a manual visual operation and which is very, very subjective sometimes. And especially in the pharmaceutical development, you really need to have accurate quantitative information also from samples like histology biopsies. And this is what we really bring into their hands, the tools, uh, very efficient, rapid tools to be able to utilize in their work to really to minimize 
as much as possible the time to market that every pharma company is very much looking into when developing new therapeutics. Well, you said something incredibly important and incredibly timely uh, where we are with COVID-19. Here we are middle of the summer in 2020. And you said bringing products and therapeutics quickly to market. We have to bring new technologies and innovations to the market efficaciously, yes, but speed must be there as well in order to get ahead of this pandemic. So let's talk about that a little bit. Kaizen, let me set the stage here. The reason why I was so excited to bring you and the team and have the Iphoria story told on our podcast is I'm so incredibly energized by how many global healthcare innovation leaders have either taken some or all of their business and quickly pivoted to be part of the solution to conquer this brutal and novel disease. Can you give us a little bit of that understanding before we talk about exactly what you're doing for COVID-19? Can you give us that little backstory, that insider look of how did you as an executive team make decisions to take some or all of your technology and focus it on COVID-19? Was this Mm -hmm. like right when the pandemic was breaking out? Give us a little bit of that insider knowledge of how that all came together. And then we'll talk about exactly what you're doing within COVID-19. Let's go into that in a minute. But maybe before that, I mean, we didn't need to pivot that much because this is exactly our core domain, what we really do. So we provide, for example, pharmaceutical companies, the tools and the platform and the knowledge to be able to rapidly automatize part of their work and bring AI really to augment the experts in their work in order to rapidly move forward in their own development tasks. And immediately when this crisis began, we started looking into tissue samples with which we could create rapidly a demonstration of the benefits of Iphoria in this particular domain with lung samples and quantifying different features in the tissue just to highlight the benefits and the opportunities that one can do with Iphoria. And did the marketplace recognize that or was that some of the work you as a team had to adjust some of the language, some of the marketing, some of what you're you're sharing within the marketplace? Or did the industry already understand that like, holy cow, Iphoria is perfectly positioned to help with COVID-19? No, that was pretty natural because it's very much similar to what we do normally with different types of applications and different types of customers. So it was very natural. And are you guys working with, you know, sovereign nations? Are you working with big heads of research around this? Has there been a different type of customer using the platform that came about because of COVID-19? Like, have you seen any change there? Yeah. So in fact, in addition to like specifically analyzing lung tissue samples from patients suffering from COVID-19, it's also been clear that during this pandemics, remote working and remote types of operating have become more and more important. And that's actually one of the key benefits that we also provide. We also touched upon it before, but especially during this crisis, uh, remote diagnosis, remote consultation, being able to proceed with your drug development projects, for example, remotely. This is all what we offer through our platform. So In Europe, we already have a CEIVD mark for the remote diagnosis. So one can do diagnosis from the screen through Iphoria in remote locations, for example. And that has been one of the big benefits what we provide today. Also, not to forget about the educational opportunities 
which has also been a big problem for the professors at the universities. Like, how do we operate this during these epidemics? Wow, that's fascinating and very encouraging. You're right. I mean, so many parts of just our daily life have been completely disrupted, as you mentioned, having to socially distant and socially and remotely work. So very exciting updates there as well. And I also know, Kaiza, there is going to be some forthcoming news. You can share a little bit, maybe have a little bit of a teaser of what's going to be coming out here soon within the Iforia camp. But there is a case study here in the U.S. around your work for the coronavirus. Is there some information that maybe you can share with us before it goes fully public? Yeah, it's actually a program that started during the spring. And this laboratory is, in fact, looking into studying inflammation in general and inflammatory diseases, but especially in this case related to COVID-19. And they have access to huge number of and variety of samples of COVID patients. And they are looking into, first of all, of course, understanding the disease better, but also looking into finding new ways and techniques to detect viral infection from these patients and especially from blood samples. And it's based on uh, high resolution imaging. And this project has been proceeding uh, very nicely and it will be published quite soon. And really excited to be part of this kind of a basic research study here because it's also vitally important that we understand the disease mechanisms better. And after that, we are able to develop new uh, detection methods, which are, of course, vitally important in this kind of situation. Well, hopefully you'll be able to let us know when this is going to be public and fully published. But where will we be able to find that? Will that be on the Iforia page? Where will the update be once this is more public? You will find it on our website for sure. <laughs> excellent. We'll have uh, all our media. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We'll have all those connectivity points within our episode notes, but you can simply go over to Iforia.com to learn more. So do stay tuned. Sounds like there's some big news coming out of Kaiser's camp. So congratulations there. I cannot wait to hear and learn more about it. Now let's stay there for a moment as well. Detection, right? This is a very hot topic here in the United States at this current time. Do you also see anything else on the horizon within Iphoria or within even just more broadly your space that we should be thinking about around detection? What are we missing? What is even needed that we haven't even really thought about? Is there anything else that you want to coach us up on around this notion of detection? There's different ways to detect the viral infection. And in this case, we're talking about an RNA virus and then the current main detection methods are on a molecular level and not related to imaging. But of course, another angle of detection is to detect antibodies, for example, and to tell whether the patient had an infection some time ago and has developed antibodies against the virus. And We've had this idea, of course, that when, as soon as those antibody tests become widely available and have ideal precision and accuracy performance, we would be able to also bring euphoria to the detection of the rapid tests or lateral flow tests, where this kind of technology could actually bring automation and accuracy to the detection as well and bring those to home use as well on top of the healthcare professional operations. So that's something on top of the histology samples that where we really can bring value. We can actually analyze all kinds of images. It can be from a lateral flow test, for example, it can be from a scan or it can be a biopsy. Iphoria is highly compatible with all kinds of images and it's so versatile. 
So we can bring value in all different types of image-based recognition tests. Well, a quick follow-up question on that, because to me, it seems hopefully in the near future, it's going to happen. It seems to me a very exciting breakthrough for all of us is that notion of home testing. Kaiza, is this going to be a reality soon? What are you and your peers and your colleagues hearing? I mean, are we going to be able to actually have these tests in home or is this more of a kind of a, a dream situation? We'll see. I mean, the whole pandemic is going to stay around us for a while. So the technology will develop very rapidly. And as soon as there are good tests available out there, we can certainly bring automation to help that if needed and also provide quantitative detection on top of just visual measurements. And I think that's going to be one of the key measures going forward. And then lastly, this notion of vaccines, right? That's a very hot topic around the world as well. Not only just developing the vaccine, but then you think about distribution as well. I mean, just a monumental effort. How has your work been within creating the vaccination for COVID-19? Is your technology really being leveraged by some of these pharma companies to kind of speed up this time to market? Anything to share there on the vaccination side of the aisle? Well, it's very much similar to drug development processes. So on a similar note, Iphoria can certainly be used in vaccine development when tissue samples are being analyzed and from these development projects. So very much resembling on that. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, it's an exciting space. There's a lot happening very fast. There's a lot to take in and understand as we continue that march towards hopefully having an efficacious and timely vaccine on a global scale. So thanks for your efforts there as well, Kaiza. So as we start winding down here a bit, of course, we've covered a lot today. Where can we find your work online, whether it be social media, websites or otherwise? Where can we find you and learn more about all that you shared today? We have a lot of information on our website, iphoria.com, and we are pretty active in social media as well. So if you follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, you'll find a lot of information and can stay tuned. Excellent. We'll include all those touch points in our episode notes as well. Again, iphoria.com, A-I-F-O-R-I-A.com. And Kaiser, I'm imagining you are also personally on LinkedIn as well? Sure. Excellent. We'll post that within the episode notes. So again, Kaiser, thank you so much for taking the time calling all the way in from Finland. We do appreciate your time, your effort, and your passion and really helping us move forward as an industry, as entrepreneurs and disruptors with incredible novel and exciting technology to help battle this crisis in front of all of us. So again, thank you for being here today. Thank you for spending time with us. And we look forward to hearing some of these exciting updates and we look forward to continuing to follow your journey. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode. 